Clark. Good to see you. Hi, everybody, and welcome to the Right Reality Podcast. I am Steve, and joining us today is an old voice you might know. I am Justin. Hi, hey. guys. Oh, my God, bro. What is going on? What's up, bro? It's been a minute. It's been a hot minute. I don't know when the last time you've been on is. It's been a while. Probably like a year. <laughs> with you. I mean, you, you, you and Mixie crushing it. So Thanks, I man. love listening to you guys doing awesome. I mean, you're big time now, like getting screeners and stuff and getting like the shows to 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 send guests your way and everything like wow it's pretty wild i'm not gonna lie we've, we've come a long way but you helped lay the groundwork back in the day uh it's pretty awesome man i'm really happy for you guys it's, it, it's awesome appreciate it uh how's everything going uh, baby t is uh thriving yeah man baby t is two and a half now wow. went to disney for the first time with her on friday man uh so that was awesome. You also went to the Bachelor Live event, did you not? I did go to Bachelor Live about a month ago here in <laughs> Thousand Oaks and uh, had the meet and greet passes. So at the end, it was James was the bat. And I, I always appreciated James's torso. Oh, of like, course. Let's be real. Like, James is good looking dude. <laughs> like, never popped the shirt off. I did, I did scream and ask him to at one point in time. Nice. But, uh yeah we did, did like a meet and greet at the end with james and becca and then thomas thomas was there with becca and i walk up there and i kind of peacocked as i was walking up there to get the picture taken Avi. and they're like whoa bro i'm like I'm like bros i go can we just go ahead and flex it out for this and then <laughs> and they just started started laughing and becca was like do, do you want me to leave for this one and thomas is like no no you got guns girl yeah. so like I, I, I did the whole like flex it out thing, and they did as yeah. well. And I tell you what, Becca probably had the best guns of any of us. Oh, she's wow. pretty jacked. Yeah, no, she's she's yeah, she's, she's she works out. Um, but yes, yeah, so that was fun. That was a lot of fun. It was a good time. Did you also give her advice on proposing at the time? Because she proposed to Thomas. Thoughts on that? <laughs> that was a wild yeah. move. I think it makes sense for for Becca, like being the bachelorette, being on bachelor, getting proposed to and having that not work. I, I don't know. I, I think it makes sense. I feel like it's cool that she was the one kind of in control of this, of that situation. And, but they seemed happy and it was cool. It was a fun show and they did a great job and it was amazing. Yeah. It was kind of mindless fun for a few hours, which was a good time. Yeah. yeah. And, uh, but work on the torso. They got a, got a new planet fitness oh. in, uh, in, in Sino here. And just, I don't know how they do it, man. $10 a month. And even in LA, but, so been been putting some work on the torso there, which yeah. is fun. Uh, and yeah, man. So yeah, torso, bachelor, <laughs> baby T. Uh, yeah, man. That's, that's good. In most points there. That's amazing. I'm glad to hear yeah. it. And you've been watching this season. What do you think so far? Quick side note on my audio. <laughs> I have an Apple. I have a microphone from when I was potting last year. I apologize for my audio, but I've got an Apple computer now, and of course Apple doesn't have a normal usb port so i realized last night that my microphone won't plug in there so i'm on my airpods so my apologies if my audio is not just pristine as you would come to expect from the right reality podcast oh for sure i appreciate yeah. the the viewer discretion advised advisory there yeah uh i like it a lot i'm really enjoying it i actually i think that uh i think it was mixie brought up a great point last episode with the lower number of people on the show. And I didn't really realize that until you guys verbalized it. But I think 
there's something to that. Like when these like 20 episode seasons with all these people, it takes, yeah. you know, 10 episodes to get into it. But all of a sudden we already have like five, six people left, right. Of each of boys yeah. and, of, of males and females. So I've enjoyed it moving quickly. And I've, I honestly think it's been great. I've enjoyed the cast. I actually looked back yesterday when I knew I was coming on to just like see who, who the other contestants were on this season to remind myself. And I was like, Oh yeah, Tyler was on. Like, <laughs> oh yeah, Cy- Cyrus was looking jacked, man. Like he was in good shape. Um, and I, I already forgot, you know, like oh Melinda was on. Yeah. <laughs> I already forgot some of the people, but yeah, it's been a lot of fun. I've really enjoyed it so far. And again, I think I like the shorter, kind of compressed uh way it's way it's going on. So I feel like we're getting somewhere pretty quickly. Yeah, I I agree. That this whole probably ten episode season might be the way to go with the show. Yeah, the big show. I don't think they're going to do that. But, you know, and speaking of the big show, we have the challenge USA, which is the third working title of the show at this point. This this is going to be right up your road, man. A bunch of survivor people on this show and and some Love Island people. These are going to be like your 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 guys and gals. I looked at the unofficial cast list. I was just I was curious, and it's one of those like from that Zevmo or or whatever. So there's no spoilers on it, but just like the cast, and they had ranked the cast. This is from like a month and a half ago, so I'm sure some are accurate, some probably aren't. But yeah, so Survivor, I've seen every season ever, so we're we're, we're good there. I know all of them. Uh, Love Island, I got I, for the first time. I got so into last summer. And there was like <laughs> five people from Love Island last summer that are on this, and. Wow. A couple, I mean, dude, Cinco, when, when you see Cinco, oh my gosh. <laughs> when you see Cinco, like this dude is just pure man meat. I'm telling you, you have to, if somebody's name is Cinco. Dude. I can see him in my head already. He was also a college football player, but he's been a personal, personal trainer after the fact. This dude <laughs> is like, I mean, he's perfection. So. Okay. He, he's For- going to be ridiculous. But there's all, yeah, I mean. There wasn't that many Amazing Race people, which is, you know, I love the Amazing Race, but I hadn't seen the last few seasons. But yeah, a lot of Survivor, a lot of Big Brother, Minomos, the, and then, then the Love Island. I was so excited to see like five people from last summer's Love Island. I mean, oh, so I, I got really excited. I wasn't too excited about it, but I got really excited when I saw when I saw that. It's going to be good, I think. So, I mean, you're talking about Cinco in the way that you used to talk about Joss. I mean, is this a one-for-one replacement, or is this, like, the the best duel of all time? You guys should see him. He's, like, looking off into the distance, really (laughs) contemplating this. Take my torso takes really seriously, man. I I haven't been on for a year, so I don't want to, like, overdo anything here with my one opportunity to, to share my torso takes. Let's just say... They're, yeah, I don't want to go that far. Okay. okay? Just say Cinco is a beautiful man. There are a lot of beautiful men who are going to be on the show, but Cinco is, is Cinco. The one thing about Cinco is his personality is not necessarily electric. Okay. So kind of like we were saying, or Burke used to say about Joss, he was a wet noodle. Yeah. I I wouldn't call Cinco a wet noodle. I wouldn't call Joss a wet noodle, but let's say Cinco is probably going to fall in love with like three different girls three different girls are going to love him i think cinco means to do right and yeah he means to like but he also has history with one of the, with again the rumored cast oh, this girl cash is going to be on there those two have a lot of history so that could be some Oof. there's a lot of mutual mutual uh attraction there going on which I, I, man i'm gonna be watching cbs should just hire you to be the promotional department for this show now yeah 
No, it's going to be yeah. If, if if those if if that crew was on there, if, if that cast was accurate, then this Josh dude who was on Love Island. I mean, Corey. <laughs> they had Corey going to be on there as well, and then oh, dude, amazing. Yeah, yeah. That Love Love, Love Island last summer was awesome. Again, never seen it before. But if any of you have Paramount Plus and want to go back and watch it, like it was worth the watch. If you're bored and need some need some content, it's like three episodes a week too. There's a lot of content, but it. It's it's a great 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 show. I can't say enough how much I enjoyed it. All right, well that that I'm I might go back now and watch. I've been trying to watch uh, a little bit of the Circle now too, but uh, maybe I'll have to throw that in, throw that in the uh, the non Lightning Hockey Day viewing viewing windows. Well, I, especially if you're going to get into the challenge, if you want to get into the cha- anyone who wants to get into the challenge USA, but you don't know many of the people, like literally season four or season three of Love Island last summer has. Again, the rumored cast, five people from that who are going to be on Challenge USA, and it's it's a great watch, too. So it probably give you some good background and get you to know five of the contestants on there, like with just one show. So Got it. All right. Well, it sounds good, man. Let's get into this week's episode. We're on episode six already. Yeah. Um, we're flying through this season. I en- I enjoy it. We're, we're getting... We're getting close to what we think is the final. We don't know how many people are going to make the final. Uh, here's one thing that I forgot. Um, did you know MJ played football at Vandy? <laughs> like, I was like, really, bro? And he's like, I was like, oh, my God. Okay. Punter, baby. Punter. <laughs> I didn't know he was a punter. Really? Uh, oh, you didn't know that? Yeah, no, I had no clue. Yeah, he was their punter. Oh my God! You know, I'm I'm 99% sure. Let me fact that. okay fact check that real quick. MJ, real world, because he also ran like a punting camp, I think. Oh my God! Yeah, I'm like 99% sure he was a punter. Yeah, he averaged 43 yards per punt as a junior in 2000. Yeah, yep, That's pretty good. Yeah, he was a punter. We need to get MJ on the Pat McAfee show, and they just talk punting all day. You know, that'd be good. Yeah. Well, I remember too because MJ on his season, Real World Philly, he had there was a, I forget the guy's name, but there was a Vanderbilt basketball player who was a for like a I think the Pacers drafted him like late first round, but they were buddies from Vanderbilt. He came, that dude came and visited MJ in the Real World house for a weekend. Yeah. And you, uh, before we continue, you've been watching Homecoming too. You said right. I have I'm I'm one so I didn't watch the new one like today's Wednesday we're recording yeah I did not watch today's and I did not watch last week's yet but I've watched all the other ones which I've loved I'm a few behind I'm I'm enjoying this it's like um it's great it's great I always get like a little anxious when they start talking about like issues I'm like oh god I want to watch this I just get like anxiety for everybody involved yeah they have really they, you know it's 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 really i don't know i think it's really cool to see these people as adults have con- like the same conversation they were having 20 years ago yeah. in a different landscape and just hear them talk through things and yeah you know julie is definitely i think she even says it like she's you no know, she's making a tv show but she's not afraid to talk about things which mm-hmm. i actually think is makes for i don't know there's been some really good conversations yeah yeah. The stuff between her and Jamie, and then her that, that stuff's a little like weird, a little bit, but a little bit, a little bit, a little bit, a little and bit. And I mean, Tokyo. I mean, come on, the name Tokyo. Let's be real here, Tokyo, bro, Tokyo. It's amazing. It's amazing. I I like. I want Tokyo on the challenge just so I can talk about Tokyo more. I think in the episode last week. Now again, I haven't watched last week's yet, but I believe in the teaser for that. 
they were gonna like redo "Come On Be My Baby," oh. do something with that song. I, I believe all time song, all time song, right up there with like some Elton John and Elvis songs. <laughs> I know. Come on, be my baby today. <laughs> they showed like scenes coming up or something, and it showed them like I think they were like doing a recording of it or something. But yeah, Tokyo. Okay, so we we now know, or at least I now remember. That MJ played at Vandy. So did you? Do you really not remember that? I had no. I completely forgot. Oh really? Completely forgot. Yeah. I mean, I was like, oh, he's athletic for sure. Yeah, that's what that star tattoo is too. That he's got. It's like the <sighs> Vanderbilt Commodore, uh, like logo or whatever. I know I've asked this to you before, like back in the olden days, but this this term comes up all the time on the challenge, and it has forever. But and it, and it came up. In this episode, and I'm sure it'll came up in the next episode, but going forward, what does, quote, playing a scared game, end quote, mean to you? Because I feel like it's the same as hooking up, that everybody else, everybody has, like, a different definition of what playing a scared game is. It's so dumb. <laughs> I took note of that, and I thought when you were starting that sentence, I was hoping that's what, that's what you were going to bring up. I just think it's so dumb because when Brad made that statement that he was playing a scared game, his like reasoning for that statement was that, you know, MJ just does anything he can not to get into eliminations. And I'm like, yeah. <laughs> or are you, are you, Brad, are you volunteering for a bunch of eliminations? If anything, MJ is like putting himself out there and rocking the boat. That's not a scared game. If you're out there rocking the boat and going against the grain and like not being afraid to like make your stance, that is not playing the scared game. The scared game is someone who's floating in the middle and not taking any sides whatsoever. That's a scared game. Yeah. Like anybody is trying to stay out of elimination. That's a smart game to try to stay out of elimination. But like MJ is not playing a scared game because he's rocking the boat and he's not afraid to go against this big alliance and going against the grain. Maybe he's doing it in a reactionary sense because they're coming after him. But like, I wouldn't call that a scared game. I just said that's playing the game. I don't know. What's your take? I it's it's similar because I always feel the people that are saying they're playing a scared game are the people that that person is going against or something. And it's it's kind of like Sylvia in this episode, how she's just shitting all over Kellyanne. Dude, don't get me started on her. And it's just like, come on, you're like there's a reason you targeted Kendall and Kellyanne at the beginning of the game. Yep. There's a very specific reason. Yep. I believe that y'all didn't think that you could beat them. Yep. And you didn't want to go against them in a final. Neither, yep. I think, would any of any of us. So, yep. like, for you to be like, oh, you know, I mean, there are a myriad of things we could pick this week that Sylvia said. And let's, real quick, to go back to Brad, too. Scared game. I believe, Brad, you were the one last week who was crying because Mark, we let Mark win the challenge. <laughs> and you were crying saying, oh, don't put MJ in because he's going to pick me and I'm going to have to go in. So wait, 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 wait Wait, 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 yeah, it, it, it was good, but anyways, yeah, but like, Brad, you last week were crying because you didn't want Mark to pick MJ because you knew you were going to go in, <laughs> so who's playing the scared game, brah? By the way, Brad, you're jacked, so don't come at me. He is so jacked. Yeah. He is so jacked. It's it's Dude. amazing how jacked he is. He's in such mm -hmm. good shape. <clears throat> yeah. 
I mean, just like yeah. biceps and traps for days. His, at this his point. veins are just popping too. Like his, he's very veiny. Yeah, so very so. very vascular. <laughs> he's a vascular type of guy. Yeah, yeah. So the sabos this week go to John A and MJ. He actually volunteers for the male one. <laughs> I respect it. He knew he was going to get it, so why not just get out in front of it? Yeah, just take it and be like, yeah, I'll, I'll take it, so I don't have to run and blow out my knee even further. Yeah, this would be this would be great. I'll I'll do a light jog over to the uh, the scraping board. Yeah, I feel like we've seen this scraping board thing before. There was a challenge a couple years ago where it was a giant room that they had to scrape off like the walls to get stuff. And then, but I I like how they buried the. The like numbers in the corner because they thought people would start in the middle and obviously they did. They were like, so "We're gonna put this in the top left, bottom left corners." I gotta yep. say, I'm a bit disappointed with this daily because here's the thing: they knew me and you would be recapping this, and they were like, <laughs> "You know, they obviously want to see the torsos. We'll make them wear life jackets basically the entire time, so we can't have a detailed discussion about the torsos." I was really upset with this. All we got was like, like a a, a medium gun show. I mean, we got the scene at after the dudes did the challenge. We yes. were watching the women. Yeah. Most of them had their life jackets off, so we got to see the torsos in that scene. Thank God. But correct, as they're, like, intense running, doing the Thank actual you. challenge, that's when, like, the pecs really start popping, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. We didn't get that. We saw the after fact, which, yeah, that sucks. Yeah, they're running. Like, I want to see them running up on the beach, like Brad running up with his bag of goodies and just, like, full tor- torso exposure. That's what I wanted. And when you're carrying the bag in the right the right hand position, the biceps are going to be popping during that, right? And we already discussed he's very vascular, so extremely. <laughs> Speaking of Brad's physique this week, bro, since Mixie's not here, I don't feel like we are legally able to do an ass of the week. I feel like we're out of our depths. Mixie is the cake queen <laughs> of being able to determine these things. There was a chance Kellyanne was getting the back-to-back for the for the ass slap. I feel like she would have, definitely. It could have been, but you know what? She is such an ass savant that sometimes I don't realize where the cakes are until they're, like, directly shown to me. The cakes. <laughs> we're, we're switching it up this week, and, and in honor of having you here, we're going to have Torso of the Week. Oh, man. And I have a feeling... There's a certain gentleman we've been talking about just now that could be winning Torso of the Week. Yeah, so it's actually interesting. So this week wasn't we didn't see tons of like great action torso shots this week. Like the like the mud pit one, which I'm sure took you like a week to recover from. Yeah, bro. Oh my gosh. Cold shower after cold shower. <laughs> but so when it comes to so there's an interesting thing this week because this week there's a lot of sleeveless shirts. Yeah. And the sleeveless shirt thing is a special torso look. And I'll tell you what, you know who, who owns a sleeveless shirt quite well, huh. which I wouldn't, isn't necessarily in the full torso of the week discussion, but you know who really looks great in the sleeveless shirt is MJ. Because he's got some nice deltoids that are popping through there with his arms. And like, if you look at his sleeveless shirt scenes, like, yeah. He looks great in this. I mean, it looks really good with the shirt off too. Yeah, but sleeveless shirts are really good look for him. He's got great arms for that. He does. He does. Like it, it, the just the shape of his arms work well. Yeah, for that, given the size of his chest as well, I think. 
Yeah, and you see you see the roundness of his deltas of his, of his top shoulder right there. You see the roundness that goes into his arm. Like it's just it, it's a really good look on MJ. Yeah, but uh, torso of the week. I mean, Brad. Wow. Like we talked about how vascular he is, but he's he's very well proportioned when it comes to like his arms, chest. He's got the core, the abs going, everything popping. Like the like he's that dude is is man. He looks good. So congratulations, Brad. You are this week's. Torso of the week. Torso. 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 I like that there was like three kind of different things that you had to do in this daily, which I always enjoy those because it's like, okay, can you do something that's kind of a gimmicky, scraping the thing off? Can you paddleboard? Then can you like come back and build a puzzle? I like that. There was a shot while Brad was making the puzzle that you saw like production behind, and I paused. I counted mm. 17 people. Jeez, for real? And that's just the people that were like there, not the people that were like out on the boat, or I'm sure like wow. the drone, or like the people that were like standing over with the other the other part of the cast. I was like, yeah, I realize this is a big show, but like when you see 17 people like on the beach like while they're filming it just gives you a different perspective because you rarely if ever see that like view that the contestants have wow i know i like i like pause i like just sat there and i'm like audio guy camera guy producer producer hair and makeup just like going down the line trying to figure out what everybody does yeah you're right like how and how many other people needed to be man that's wild it was it was pretty wild it was just as wild as Brad winning yet again. Dude. And he does his best, like, turbo spin kick. Turbo to... kick. Yeah, the turbo kick. I like that. I wonder how many other people were like, turbo! It's turbo! Yeah. <laughs> turbo! <laughs> I mean, Brad's always been good on the challenge. I feel like that's not a hot take. But this season has been insane. He's crushing it so far. What do you think about the way he's performing this season? Like, Was that his fourth daily win already? Is that what they said? I think so, yeah. Yeah, I mean it's it's ridiculous. It's wild. I, I wonder is is wet because because Wes is in great shape too, right? Like yeah. Wes is in his jacket, Brad, but Wes is in great shape. Like he's like when you see him running and stuff, he's mm-hmm. he's obviously putting the time. And then Jordan obviously is a beast too. Or like Jordan would never, I, I Jordan would always go balls out for every single challenge. Yeah. So there's there's no way Jordan's like sandbagging it. Um. But I wonder if Wes is to an extent, like not wanting to like, because Wes is pretty smart playing the game, not wanting to make stands and put people in. Maybe he's kind of, so I think he's in a good spot where he's not like the leader of that side of the house. Yeah. So the the other side is not going to necessarily pick Wes. They're going to pick like Brad. What? Well, I guess I, I, I say that though. And then Wes got put in last week. So well, <laughs> yeah. So here's the thing that's crazy. We talked a few weeks ago about this, but, do you remember the one where they were swinging over the water and Darrell wouldn't, like, let go? There was, like, the swinging challenge and they had to kick the bucket over? Yes. So Wes had said on Twitter that during that, he cracked a tooth in his mouth when he fell into the water. And also, he tore his bicep. What? For two days, he said he couldn't bend his elbow. He, he goes, uh, quote, for two days I couldn't b- uh, bend my elbow, thought I was going to have to go home, but hit it until I had enough mobility to fake using my arm. 
rehab and time didn't work, so I'm going to try a round of stem cells, he said. Wow. I don't know how far he gets, obviously. I mean, go figure. Wow. Go figure. He said he tore his bicep? Tore his bicep. I'm like, could you still, like... Because a torn bicep is, like... Yeah. There's different grades of it, but that's pretty major. You would think you would see something because this week yeah. I may or may not have watched Hell in a Cell WWE, you know, event that was on Peacock. You know, I have Peacock, <laughs> so I might as well watch it. Right. Well, yeah. Duh. And the guy for the main event came out and earlier in the day, apparently he was doing like a light workout, getting ready and he tore the pec muscle like off the bone. So he comes out and he takes his jacket off, bro. And from his pec up over the shoulder and like down to here like through his like midway through his uh bicep it was yeah. purple it was all Ugh. purple and he did like Ugh. a 45 minute match it was uh, like one of the craziest things i've ever seen jeez yeah no that's pretty serious so w- wes and this guy are putting in some good work with uh torn torn muscles <laughs> oh my gosh yeah that's that uh, that's something to watch i'll have to watch the next episode and see if it because yeah that's 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 pretty major. There's it, pulling a muscle and there's tearing a muscle. Yeah. Big, like, big difference. Yeah, for sure. Uh, the Lady Daily was great. I really enjoyed this. Yeah, agreed. By the way, do, do you know who to crush it in this and then Lady Daily on the paddleboarding part? Uh, no. Well, Kendall would have crushed the oh, paddleboarding yeah. part, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like the balance and everything. Like her and Kellyanne would have been like, boom, like way, you know. They would have done like that. We could do three more laps if you guys want. As yeah. Like a, as a penalty here. And yeah. speaking of the Sabo, what a bad, bad move by Sylvia. What a bad move. I don't, I don't know, man. I was, <laughs> I always liked Sylvia a little bit, but this, she didn't, she was. She soured on me a bit this season so far. Oh, she was horrible. This episode, she was yeah. in this. Just bad. Yeah, I don't like Mean Girl stuff, and yeah. that it just. But yeah, the sabotage to John A. You're right. That was interesting. I don't know what the like. I kind of understand the logic a bit. Her logic was, Kellyanne is terrible with a puzzle, and she might crack under yeah. the pressure. That's fine. The issue though is like, you're gonna maybe let her get to that puzzle if you don't sabotage her, because you have to know. How good on a paddleboard she is. She said she owns three paddleboards. Not one, bro. Not two. Yet three paddleboards. And you've seen her like yoga, Pilates, like balancing stuff. Like, you know, like she's got the stability to like to be really good at that. Amazing. I was like, yeah, you're going, John. A. I was like, OK, we'll see if this pays off. And <laughs> it the exact opposite of paying off. Like, yeah, that the the unnamed alliance their whole thing could now crumble. Do, do you refuse? You, you refuse to say the treehouse. I refuse to say it. I refuse to say it. I am not about naming these alliances. These names are so dumb. After last year's, and it was said like every three seconds. I am. It is the unnamed alliance. I've been very specific about that from when they mentioned it. I was like, nope, not no. Not not going there. Not doing it. No, you're right, though. They do say it all the time. (laughs) That's a good point. We know what team they're on. Okay, we got it. You guys. (laughs) So funny. Treehouse, 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 treehouse. 
Good lord. You guys space right now. <laughs> After last year, I was out. Like, the King's Castle, they made a song. I was like, no, I'm not. We're not, we're not doing this anymore. Did that castle, did that song not get in your head, though? Save the castle, save the castle. Why are you doing this to me? I have to go to work after this, man. That's all I'm going to think today now. Oh, God. We go back. Female daily. She makes, Sylvia makes, at, to this time in the show, the worst game move by yep. giving it to John A. John yep. A even gets the thing off anyway, so it didn't even penalize her. She gets her locks off. Yeah. And then Kellyanne just goes out for a regular day, just a regular day on the paddleboard. <laughs> Have you paddleboarded before? Never. Nope. Is it something that might interest you? I would do it. Yeah. I would totally do it. Probably fall off 97 times, but I would absolutely do it. Yeah. I I'd feel it. like it's built for tiny people with like a lower center of gravity. Yeah, yeah. definitely. <laughs> yeah. The whole like Pilates yoga thing definitely uh, gets, yeah, is, is conducive to being a good paddle boarder. A lot of core, a lot of core work. There. That's what I was just going to say. Core work for days on that. So Kellyanne goes out. Comes back, first one to get there. I'm I'm waiting for a little puzzle meltdown. I'm just waiting for it because that's what we get. Yeah. Doesn't happen. Doesn't happen until everybody say it together. Jenga. <laughs> I literally yelled at it, fell over. I go, Jenga. Jenga. Like, wrong, wrong one. That's not the thing. Good take. It jangled, and I was like, oh, she's out. She's out. Okay. Um, Somebody else is going to win. Let's see what happens. Nope. 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 And I, but I was watching the edit. I want to know if you felt this way. I felt like we were going to get that good old fashioned like edit of like, oh, look, she's close again, but the other person wins still. I thought Ronnie was going to find that extra piece and put it on there that, that they kept zooming in on. So yeah, I thought that Kellyanne, I thought it was kind of like fake that she was catching back up. I figured Ronnie was going to just like just finish it and do it to rebuild all of that. Yeah. And the time for Ronnie not to see that piece. I was like, yo, like that's that's wild. I couldn't I couldn't believe it. Yeah. So then she does a big time like big time dance after this. Would we call that a big time celebration? I didn't think it was anything that was too too crazy i mean brad did the turbo kick like what what was uh, did you think kelly's celebration was? i mean there was a 720 in there i feel like there was a little bit of a layout maybe a mctwist some leg <laughs> kicks some world-class simultaneous fist pumping was going on in there yeah i i feel like that's a normal reaction yeah. for somebody in her situation that just her puzzle fell down yeah, and then she rebuilt it and won in something that she's not supposed to win in. Absolutely, celebrate! You should celebrate. You should celebrate. Now, if you do what Derek did later, and like yeah. I know he was doing it in a joking manner, but you're like no. in his face and doing all that shit. That's where we draw the line. That's where I Agreed. draw the line. There's a yep. way to celebrate and a way not to celebrate. Yep. What she did was perfect. Yeah, just joy. Okay, I'm glad we're on the same page with that. You know, I, I got to go back to to that because I, I don't understand. This goes into the whole, like, Sylvia and your girls in the treehouse thing. Like, when did Sylvia become, like, so great and be able to, 
the other thing that that in Veronica, like I and I, I've always been a huge Veronica fan. But Veronica made a comment like, you know, Ronnie's close up there. It's time for her to win something so she can get a win and help us out because we've been carrying her this whole time. I'm like, what have you done? Like, <laughs> what, 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 like, come on! I just I thought that was all of a sudden like Veronica and Sylvia acting like they are just the gods to this game and king whatever. I didn't. I don't know. I didn't get it. I, I just don't know when that happened and when all of a sudden they, especially with Silvio is that was Veronica's like one comment this episode, but Silvio was just out of control this whole episode with on her high horse. And I just don't know where that came from. And I don't know, like, this is one of those things where it's like, has she been this way the entire game so far? Or is it just this week at the end? Because she realized, and I can see this happening of it's over the person you probably were like back and forth with of giving the sabotage to actually wins after her puzzle getting knocked down and you sit there and you go fuck and what you're trying to do is basically like i, I felt like her line of well, let me see let me write that when i i bet it's the same line i'm thinking of i bet it's about when i act like that if i win just shoot me and i was like I think she's a little upset about her gameplay, so she's now talking shit. Like, she's trying to explain it away and get her anger out on her when she's really, like, didn't just shit the bed and maybe cost the treehouse the entire thing. She was just being a hater on Kellyanne, which she was the entire episode. And has been this entire season. It's like, Sylvia, why don't you win something first? She got last week. That's true. She won that last week. So which one was that though? I'm trying to look at that the... was the ring toss one where everyone was teaming up. You know. Okay. And... So basically the same thing as the other one. It seems like maybe that was given to her from the other people, like it was for that. So you know they wanted to do that, and maybe it's a smart strategy by Kayla, just trying to sit in the cut a little bit more. I don't think definitely. I, I yeah, I don't think Sylvia was able to to d- deal with that in, in in the same way. But yeah, the the hating immediately after. I'm glad like Naya was like right there and was able to hear. Agreed. That. And I was like, okay, that's gonna be great. That's gonna be great. I cannot wait. And to go back to the celebration, if if Kellyanne didn't celebrate like that, bro, I'd be concerned. Yeah. You know, I mean, Brad celebrated. He got a little excited about it, as you should. I don't know. I, I thought it was like almost unless there's something that we don't know, like. I thought this whole episode was, you know, you never know with editing and stuff. I thought it was like irrational hate towards Kellyanne, which I did, just it doesn't make sense. By the way, a side note. Yeah. When did Wes and Kellyanne date? I think that was a long time ago. Because Wes made a comment when he was like he was rooting for her and like they were. I, I didn't I did not remember that relationship. If you would have asked me who Wes had been dating in the past i probably not i probably would not have come up with that yeah i didn't remember yeah i i forgot about that too and so i i'd like there was at one point and i'm sure some of the hotties might be able to find this and post this in the uh in the hot take hotties facebook page where everybody should be obviously duh there was like a um like relationship flow chart or like one of those like family tree Spire oh. things of like the people who have like made out or hooked up or whatever and it was very fascinating to like look over and be like oh yeah this person dated these five people or yeah they hooked up with this person this season and then they were with that person who that person was with the first person it's like 
This show back in the day, man, people were like, it was just like a free-for-all. I think it's pulled back a bit now because people realize I probably shouldn't be hooking up on TV. You know, I I don't know. There's a lot of money involved. Quite the combinations of Eskimo brothers and sisters (laughs) going on (laughs) throughout. Taco would be welcoming all these people into the EDBB or whatever it is. EDBB B and B. Yeah, that's a reference to the league for those of you. Oh, I hope some of you got that. Let us know if you got that. DM me or uh, or uh, send a message to the hotties if you uh, if you got that (laughs) reference before we told you the EDBB B and B. So good. Oh god, that's good shit. Okay, man, I have to ask you now. Yeah, because we've got to the point in the show where we got to something that I wasn't really a big fan of, and it wasn't Sylvia talking shit, which I'm still not really over. But I'm trying to gloss over. It's early in the morning. I'm not getting frustrated this early in the morning. All right. Have you ever celebrated a joint birthday? <laughs> like, like a party for you and somebody else for your birthday? No. And I'm, I, you know, I. I've never been a birthday person. Okay. I don't, and you know, if you are a birthday person and you do stuff for your birthday at whatever age, that's cool. I respect it. Like I know people who love their birthdays and like that's their thing. Just was a- never mind. But again, not hating on anybody whose birthday is their thing. Once I turned twenty one, I was yeah, I, I, I was done. But um, honestly, though, I, I don't hate on the joint birthday celebration. I'm okay with it, especially when you're in the challenge house trying to figure out like stuff to do for fun, like. I got I got no problem with the joint birthday celebration. But there was like seven people blowing out candles. They're away from their families for a month, bro. You know, and they, there's what, what else are you doing in the challenge house? So you you got to create some fun. But I don't feel like I think it was somebody's actual birthday that day, and then they're like Michael Scotting it, or when Jim took over the office, <laughs> yeah. right? Yeah. And he's like, who else has got a birthday in the next three months? Let's just throw all of you in there. Yeah. I'd be a little upset if it was like if it was my birthday and we're like, yo, that person's birthday is like two weeks from now. They might still be here in two weeks. Like today, I want the attention on me today. Like at least let me blow out the candles. Like let me be up front and make a wish, you know, which is going to be that I win this show. <laughs> well, they never said. So the only one who was mentioned was Nehemiah, right? Nehemiah said he had never been to the challenge house around his birthday. Yeah. But we don't know who else could have been. Yeah. Damn. I, I, I don't know who I can go to figure this out to and figure out whose actual birthday is and like where filming dates and stuff like that. But I was like, I was like, I don't know, man. I'd be a little I'd be a little upset. Maybe that's the hot take hotties question of the week. Have you celebrated a joint birthday before? I've seen some joint bachelor bachelorette parties before, as I'm sure you have in your days in Vegas. But a, a joint birthday with people like three weeks away or like a month and a half away, like what's the cutoff? What's the cutoff? I'm okay with it, dude. You're in the challenge house. What else are you gonna do? You've got <laughs> you've got to create you've got to create these these nights or these celebrations or whatever. I, when you're in the challenge house, I think that. It's a different story. I got no problem with it. So outside the challenge house, maybe a different a different story. Yeah, agree. Okay. okay. Yeah, but like if you you know if, if if you've got a buddy who's got a birthday close to you, like why I think it's why not do a joint birthday because you're gonna ask all your buddies to go on a Thursday to your <laughs> birthday dinner, then on a Saturday to your birthday dinner. Like you know if you're if you're close, do it together. I think it depends on the circumstance. But I like that. I'm 
in general, I'm going to go against your take, Steve. Okay, I appreciate that. But you yeah. you explained it beautifully, and I appreciate that. And that's why you're uh, pop pop that shirt off because you know you deliver hot takes. I appreciate your take, also, Steve. Thanks, I buddy. understand where you're coming from, appreciate so I appreciate it. you know I'm talking about. It. I'm just going to go ahead and have to respectfully disagree and call you stupid. Yeah, yeah. We'll we'll, we'll uh, Stephen A. Smith and Skip Bayless this. Yeah. Whoa. Don't <laughs> don't don't hang on Stephen A. He's, he's coming around. Oh shit. Okay, so now even more lunacy out of the Sylvia camp where. I don't know why everybody has to do this every year and every week. I just think it's funny when people in Sylvia's situation go up to like somebody in Kellyanne's situation and be like, "Hey, I'm I'm nice. I I didn't fuck you over at every chance I got. Like, as a matter of fact, I didn't sabotage you last night because yeah. I know your dog shit at puzzles and thought you would cave, and you <laughs> almost did. You know, so you know maybe don't throw me in. What is that? Just just. You think her mind's going to change? Just don't go over there. Especially when you've been talking as much shit as you've been talking. Like, especially in that instance. Come on. What's going to happen? And I like how Sylvia was like, oh, let's try this. And Kellyanne's like, no. No, I'm not putting Nia in. Like, they thought that was a good idea. Oh, okay. And then she's like, she gave her an opportunity. What Mm -hmm. can you do for me? Um, I mean, if you're going to go over there, at least have something you're ready to do. Turn on somebody in the camp. I don't know. Like, I, I just, I don't, I don't like when that happens. I feel like it's so forced and maybe the producers are like, you have to go over there and talk. Yeah. Could have been. But I was like, yeah. I don't want to see this part. I, but it like was, you said, especially when she's been that vicious yeah. with like that much vitriol, you know, yeah. like, I think I, I think that's the right word. It is. But. Right? I think that, yeah, it's. I, I I agree with you. It didn't it didn't work for me. I didn't like it. No, and uh, I thought it was hilarious that nothing came of it. They're like, we'll talk about it in the morning, and I don't think they did, which was great. No, definitely not. Because in the morning, Brad and Kellyanne go to sit in what might be the most comfortable situation ever made to make decisions. There were so many pillows, and that couch looked really soft. Agreed. <laughs> yes it did do you prefer like a, a like a super soft couch or like a firmer couch ah man it's tough because we had a super soft our last couch was super soft but i hated it probably because <laughs> it was too big but i just i sunk in too much on it oh the big yeah 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 i know the one you're talking about yeah yeah it was quite deep it was quite deep yeah i just like I, so I feel like when it comes to a couch, I think I like a firmer couch, but with some pillows to be yeah. able to move around in and stuff. I feel like that would be my take. How about yourself? I like a soft couch. I do. I like a soft, but maybe as you said, supportive back couch. I don't yeah. want the. I don't want to sink into the back and yeah. kind of like, like double over almost in a way because I would like a firmer maybe back support. But the yeah. seating area to be kind of soft, and I kind gotcha. of sink into it. But I should also be able to like easily get up, and I don't have like my knees shouldn't be like above my legs because of how deep the couch is. If that makes that sense. makes sense, that's what our last couch was. It was just like you just sunk into it, and it was it was too much. So I think that's it's a it was a struggle bus to get off of when I would do a pop watch. Yeah, yeah, you yeah. get comfortable, and it's like I gotta pee, and then it's like five minutes later I'd get off the couch. 
<laughs> just yeah. like rolling over everywhere to get off yeah. <laughs> that sounds about right yeah <laughs> but you're right that, that that couch did look lovely man the pillows I'm a, I'm a big pillow guy i like a lot of pillows it's comfortable when you're sitting there but you're right it was like impossible to get out of impossible to get out of it was it was a struggle it's a struggle for sure. Yeah. There was no struggle, however. Great transition because I'm awesome at podcasting. Boom. Jesus. This is why you're getting screeners these Woo! days, man. Wow. Amazing. Pro. Brad and Kellyanne come to a decision that he will basically go with her vote and she will basically go with his vote. No, no discussion needed. I love this. I love it. Absolutely. This. I was like, can, yep. can we do this more often? Yep. Like, how does it, it seems very clear that it's the guys will have a winner and the girls will have a winner. So, like, why are we going to try to fuck with everybody else's shit? It doesn't matter. And I think in this, I don't want this to come off the wrong way, this, but I don't want to generalize. But I think oftentimes in that situation, we see the male yeah. try to... Uh, strong arm like what's gonna happen yeah. and and like just at least try I'm not saying they do but they like try to yeah do that and sometimes it works sometimes it doesn't and i, I think that happens more often than than like the other way i think the, the men often just try to like mansplain and talk about yeah. why you have to do this and this is what <laughs> it's gonna work for the game blah blah, blah where I, I agree i love the fact that brad's like nope that's cool i'll do this and kellyanne's like nope that's cool i'll do this and boom i i Love it. There was that little bit of discussion at the beginning where he was like, um, well, you can't say that if I don't have, like, the ability to say anything about your pick. And then they were like, okay, yeah, that makes sense. Did you notice, though, the way he was explaining things, it seems like Derek would be the one on the outs when it, come, when it comes to choices because he said Mark first, then he said Wes and Nehemiah, and then let's, I didn't even switch it around, but then he's like, and you know, Derek, I'm I'm going to try to stay away from that if I can. But it seems like Derek's on the the back end of that of that grouping in Brad's mind. Correct. Yeah. Our, on in collection of that alliance. Yeah. Again, I don't understand how every week people have not put Jordan in every single week. I, it, the vote should be Jordan every single week because again, yeah. I do not know this. I have, I am spoiler free. He's going to win this fucking show if he gets to the final. Agreed. And he's gone in one time, and we're on week six? Like, like what a miss by all these guys who are going to get to the final. They're like, Their post-interviews are going to be like, yeah, I, I I, don't know what the fuck we did. He's going to absolutely dominate the final, too. Like, with if, if it's anything, if it's any sort of long thing, yeah. like, he's going to absolutely dominate it. They have to hope this is the shortest final in history of the finals. Yes. If he, if he gets to the end, because they're going to, he could lap them. He could potentially lap some of these guys. Yeah. And that there's something in there that is going to like reset everything at some point or something that'll go against, you know, his, like, his, you know, uh, you know, whatever. So I don't know. It's, but yeah, he's an absolute animal. And they know it. Wes knows it. Wes is very aware of it. They all know it. Like Wes was yeah. like, this guy does this for fun now. He's like a triathlete. This is what he does. Like he does this on the weekend, and we're like, yeah, hey, we got to run a final. He's running finals on weekends. Yeah, <laughs> you know, like just for funsies, you know, and medals. You know, he's an absolute savage. 
he's, he's, I'm t- if he wins this, I said this before, I want to get your thought now that we're talking about this. If he wins this, should he just like be like, I'm out? Hell no. Keep going? Yeah, keep getting that paycheck, man. Get the bag? Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. No, why would he quit? Keep rolling. Keep getting that paycheck. I guess he could like come back and just be like, ah, I'll just do this for fun again and just and, win all this money. And all the dudes are scared of, and that could be a wide reason they're not putting him in. They don't want to be his public enemy number one, but but he's. I mean, but, if you're if you're in Brad's spot and you've got the power, you put him in. There's no way he can call you in, so he's gonna. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Like, I I don't think these guys potentially are gonna beat Jordan in anything other than maybe like as we've seen in the past, like a Paul Russell or something kind of like that. You get yeah. this like puzzle comes up and you're like, maybe, like maybe he can't do that. Let's let's see if he can lose a carnival game. Like maybe maybe this doesn't go well for him. But continuing to allow him to be there, like you're just giving him a chance to like, like in two weeks they're gonna be going to the final, like mm-hmm. crazy. I I don't know I don't know if he gets there I think it's over. I wonder if in Brad's well for whatever reason Brad was so hung up on getting MJ out where I guess I, I understand Brad's thinking he's like I've already sabotaged sabotage this dude I've already put him in like yeah I'm not gonna make somebody else mad so I think in Brad's case I guess I understand I don't I don't understand why he was so anti MJ from the start however I understand him continuing to go in that route as opposed to tossing Jordan anybody else should yeah throw Jordan and now and now we'll see what happens if Brad wins next week is he gonna toss Jordan in then I would think so but who knows okay. So now's my favorite part of the show, week after week. Um, I, I have to get into my voice because I, I've done this every week. Hey, <laughs> it's now time for us to go around the house and tell everybody who we voted for. Gather children, gather children. <laughs> so MJ, shockingly, is the guy's vote. Um, mm-hmm. He goes around, oh, it's cool, man. Uh, fist pump, yeah, everything's great. Yeah, knuckles, yeah, great. Yeah, no, yeah. I get it. I'd do it if the same situation. Ah, okay, I'm going to go back to sleep now. <laughs> and then Nehemiah says this. The way that MJ plays is self-preservation, and you can never feel safe, especially not at this point in the game. Excuse me, Nehemiah. I just have a, a very important but short follow-up. What other type of game should he be playing? A non-self-preservation mode? How dare, how dare him? Uh, he should just, like, throw himself in every week? What the fuck are you talking about, man? What the, what the fuck are you talking about? Self-preserve- How dare him try to preserve himself? How The, the nerve. The nerve. Oh <laughs> the nerve that he tries to win this money. What a dick. <laughs> what an awful move by him. Yeah. I mean, listen, I was in on MJ until Nehemiah said that, and then I was like, yeah, you're right. He does do that. <laughs> what? what an insane thing to say out loud on a show like this. Oh. It's just I I don't get it, man. Like, what a bad take, Nehemiah. What a bad take. Yeah, I was gonna say, yeah. Nice take. <laughs> it's a terrible take. Self-preservation game. What does that even mean? I now feel like I know what he was talking about because Sylvia has a choice of who she's gonna go against. And you know, some people might call this self-preservation. Others may call it playing a scared game, air quotes. But for the second time in two days, she does not go for John A. And she picks Naya. 
Yeah. Thoughts. Is it self-preservation or is it a scared game or is it a combination of both? Like what's wrong? Like <laughs> what is wrong with playing a self-preservation game? Isn't that what everybody's doing? I wouldn't it Br- be. Brad, Brad himself says I'm playing a selfish game. I'm looking out for me. Like what the hell is wrong with that? Why is it a bad thing? I I don't know. I I don't know. I is it? It's just the like the history of being like, well, if I'm going in and I get to pick somebody, I want to go against like the person I allegedly hate. It's like, yeah, but like, but I would do that if I was like playing for five dollars. Yeah. But if I know John A is like really good at puzzles, I might not do that. The one way I'll say it is if you're talking like nonstop shit about somebody, then you don't pick them. So like, let's say. If Kellyanne hadn't won, Sylvia was picked, and Sylvia did not pick Kellyanne after all the shit she was talking, that, I think, would be super, super weak. But, like, in, I don't know, am I wrong? I don't think Sylvia was talking a bunch of shit about Je- or about John A, really. And like, so I don't, like, her picking Naya, fine. Like, that's, they're not, I wouldn't call them the rivals, right? Like, yeah. I think they were just in terms of like the alliance and making sure you had the right numbers and you're trying to pick off everybody else. Like Naya kind of wasn't in that grouping um, at all. She was kind of like a floater almost, if you will. Yeah. Like we didn't really see where she was falling until I think Naya told um, Kellyanne what she said. And I didn't write that down, but I, I, I was like, I really appreciated like Naya being like, yo, you didn't hear yep. this shit, but like, you're not going to believe this. You're not going to believe what she said. It was basically, if I ever celebrate like that, shoot me or something like that. But by the way, let's give Naya credit. Great recall in remembering exactly what that line was. Agreed. Agreed. It wasn't like, oh, she shit on you and said you were a piece of garbage who should be like swept out to sea. No, it was like almost word for word. Yeah, no, she nailed it. I think she heard it and then was like, hey, um, I'm going to write this in the sand real quick. So I remember exactly what she said. But, yeah, she picks Naya. And I was like, oh, man. Oh, man. This is okay. What? Okay. We're uh, we're a little unpredictable here. I thought it was going to be John A. MJ. MJ, what's he going to do? And I saw puzzles. And then because Derek said, I hate puzzles like 90 times in this episode. Oh, my God. I was like, oh, he's going to pick Derek for sure. And he does. I had that thought during that challenge, though, and I, we, we didn't talk about him yet. I just, yeah, I don't know, man. Derek, I don't know what it is. The guy, I, I just, I know he's a really strong, like he's a tough competitor. He always busts his ass, but he just annoys me. I'm just not a huge Derek fan. I don't really know why, but I just, I don't know. I have a reason. I saw some old seasons of the show recently. That he was on. Mm-hmm. He's not this guy. He was way more controlled and not as boisterous and not as loud and not as like trying to say lines for the camera. Uh, He's like putting it on. And that's fine. Yeah. Like a lot of people put it on for the show. Johnny Bananas is one of those people. There's a lot of people who do that. But this is just like over the top. It's like he's on his fucking podcast. The whole the, the whole stealing the stars off MJ was at the, the end was so dumb. That was so maybe yeah you you might be right on that. It just seems so disingenuous and like. And MJ even looked at him like, "How old are you?" Like, yeah, uh, how old are you? And I think Derek's like, "I'm gonna make great television." So they keep bringing me back. 
you've been on three of these, man. Like they've they're bringing you back. Like yeah, I mean. I don't want to get in that with you because, you know, just we don't really have time to get into the fact that they seem to be calling back all the same people. Are they out of people to call for this fucking show? Uh, but I, yeah, yeah. I mean, we'll talk about we'll talk about the guy's elimination first. MJ kind of somehow he fucked himself in this. I don't know what the I, fuck happened. Yeah, how did he knock it out of the maze? I mean, jeez. What happened? Jordan at that one time was like, oh, he went the wrong way. He went the wrong way. Like, but yeah, I don't know. He totally choked he, on the maze, I guess. And and it wasn't like he was only slightly behind, right? Because Derek hit that ball like six, seven times before. Yeah. yeah. I, again, want to shout out editing here because I thought this was going to be one of our Oh, look, he's making divots in front. The ball's never going to come through. MJ gets it out one time, hits it right in, horn goes, it's over. That's what I thought was happening there. But he didn't even get the fucking thing out, man. Yeah. Like, that's got to be a little demoralizing, right? Yep. You pick the guy who's not good at puzzles, allegedly, and then he, he puts on this fucking, like, showboat game. And this is what we were talking about earlier. Kellyanne's was a genuine reaction in the moment. Yes. Derek had a, a, a moment to calm down and he still went over the top, right? Yeah. Oh, hold on, let me get your stars before I go. Then he like does like a dive towards the stairs. Like it was really stupid. I, I love Nehemiah was like he's gonna injure himself celebrating. <laughs> I'm so, I you know what? That's an editor who really likes the show being like, I'm throwing this in because I fucking yeah, hate this like, moment. This is ridiculous. So, yeah. <laughs> you know, it would be hilarious if they said he's going to hurt himself. He goes up the stairs. He's like, oh, my knee popped. Be awesome. <laughs> it was like, what was the, the Bucks kicker back in the day? Martin Gramatica tore his ACL, celebrated a 27 yard field goal in a 17 to 3 game. Oh my God. That's so fucking funny. I thought that yeah. was going to happen. <laughs> I thought it was going to happen. So it's, it's the ladies. We'll get to the ladies here. I thought, again, very well put together, as they're usually doing, the, doing these eliminations like this. I couldn't really tell who was ahead behind. I I couldn't tell where, like, how many stars they had actually got out because they had to get to, like, three levels. Yeah. It was a little hard to follow, but I think that also helps. And they both kind of look like they got stuck. And then Naya's like, no, I got it out. I'm good. <laughs> and then she gets it on the first try, bro. Oh, so badass. So awesome. Oh. I, so the, awesome. Loved it. Audible laughing and fist pumping and let's go that I did <laughs> in that moment when that air horn went off. Same. Woo, boy, man. Same. Yeah. And Sylvia's gone. Bye. And then, yeah, and then she was like, she still was trying to talk shit to Kellyanne, as if Kellyanne gave two shits in that moment. Yeah, like, fuck you, Kellyanne. Like, really? You're like, when you say, when you say fuck you to somebody, you hate them. And they, we, have got, we, have got, we have received no good reason from Sylvia why she hates her personally so much. Like, we... Maybe there's something we don't know, but there's been no good reason, no explanation of why there's so much just mean, mean hate towards her. I think you're right. I think it's that she's felt threatened by her jealousy or whatever. And just, but then to leave like that, be like, yeah, fuck you, Kellyanne. Like, that's just, it's just not necessary. Yeah. Again, the only thing that, mean. 
it's mean. The only thing we've seen that explains this is literally that Kellyanne is not in her alliance. That's it. That's yep. it. So, like, what the fuck? Like, that's what you're going to base this over and you're like hatred. I mean, we've seen on other seasons people on other teams on other alliances. I don't think they hate each other. I mean, there are certain people yeah. who clearly do hate each other. But that's like season after season of shit that's just boiling over. But no, this this was not. This wasn't it. This wasn't a good look. Wasn't a good look. And then Sylvia's comments after that, which this one made me, I don't know if laugh's the right word, but she said, <laughs> this was my game. I made one bad move and it cost me $500,000. I had this in the bag. Wait. Wait. Wait, wait, wait. Really? Wait, 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 wait. I mean, you you were going to dominate a final, Sylvia? Okay, then. Yeah, maybe if you got rid of everybody else. You think she's going to beat Kayla in a final? No, I don't think so. No, no chance. I think Kayla runs for days. Yeah. I, I'm sorry. Like, I don't think so. So I just like, I, I don't know where she, some people sometimes have like a lack of just, I don't know. Oh, maybe, it, you know, it's good to be confident in yourself or whatever, but sometimes it's just I, I, like, really, you had this in the bag. There was one bad move that you made. Then that cost you $500,000. You had it in the bag. It was your game. Really? Okay. You had it in the bag in week six. It's not like you made the decision the week before the final, like, or during the final. Like, there's still many a weeks that could happen. And by the way, uh, Kellyanne's got the Sabo next week. So even if you won that, you're probably getting it next week, too. So, yeah. like, I the the confidence, you're right, the, the self-belief that she was like, oh, this is good, which is good sometimes, but... Yeah, it's good to have confidence in yourself. I'm cool with that. Like, but just how did you think you had won this at this point? I I don't get it. I I don't get it at all. Doesn't doesn't make sense. I not, not a not a good episode for Sylvia. No, not a good look at all. <laughs> no, no, they try to make her yeah. look nice by being like, "Oh yeah, here's my stepson. I'm trying to help him with the schoolwork." Like, which is cool. Which is sweet. Yeah, it's great. I, I mean, I'm... but like everything else was was a miss. No, yeah. <laughs> it's just mean. Yeah. All right, so now we have finished with this episode, and now we have to get to what is becoming everybody's favorite moment of the show, <clears throat> which I don't know what it says about uh, me and Mixie's podcasting abilities, but, you know, whatever. <laughs> we get to the music of the challenge, and this week, guys, we have so we have just, like, this is easily the hardest week ever to pick a song from as, mm -hmm. as our favorites. There was so many great ones, so... We'll just start with, uh, I mean, when I think of music in the day, in this time period, I definitely think of Usher. He's up on that list. And uh, this, is a, this is a good old-fashioned, one of the early ones from Usher. That song just like, do you just like have like ideas in your head of where you were like you hear a song and you're like oh i think of this moment in time yes i do and so you know what uh, with, when it comes to usher uh nothing personal good you know i know his music is objectively excellent yes usher for me was ruined with the song yeah 
I just, I heard that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can't tell you how many gazillion times I heard that song in like a six month span. So I can't stand it. Mm. And I know like Usher's extremely talented. Again, his music's objectively great. He can but dance his of the ass yeah, off. Be, 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 oh, but yeah, the dude's got moves. Because of the yeah song though, I just can't with Usher. I can't. And again, I, it's nothing. I know he's good. And I, I know I'm wrong on that take. I know it's a terrible take. But for me personally, Usher, I just can't. So that's my take. I don't think it's a terrible take. I I do end up hating some artists because their song just gets overplayed to the point where I don't want to hear anything else from them. Like ever. That's happened a couple times. I won't mention the people's names because sometimes I might come back around again. You know, (laughs) I mean, I it was Adele for me for a while. Like any song Adele put out, it was like always on. And I'm like, I get it. But, like, this is a sad song. I'm driving in the car at 8 in the morning. I don't want to feel like this in the 8 in the morning. I'm trying to go to work. Like, but also at the same time, I understand radio stations have a tough job because they'll sometimes they'll play, like, a club song. And I'm like, yo, I'm going to work. I'm not going to the club. Like, can we find, like, a medium ground where you kind of get me, like, a little excited for the day, but I don't want to be like, yo, I should be on the dance floor just fist pumping and drinking and everything here. It's got to be yep. a middle ground. Figure it out, radio stations. <laughs> Speaking of a song that's going to send me out, see, I'm just so good at this. Bro, you're crushing the game, man. Wow. This is next level. A Little Sail Away by Enya. From working work, working in the casinos, yeah, in Vegas for a few years. Mm-hmm. I mean, Anya was was <laughs> was definitely in the playlist on there on on the overhead music going on. Yeah. So I heard that a lot, but yeah, it's just so. How can you listen to that song and not just like picture yourself at a beach mm. or like in a boat, just with the breeze yeah. flowing through your air? So like, I'd for sure be in a lazy river. Oh, man. Oh, yeah. Oh, boy. I think Enya Sail Away is the theme song of Lazy Rivers. I would agree with that statement. That's perfect. Because I'm literally sailing away. Yeah. But, yeah. Enya, Anya, however you say it, it that song <laughs> is a vibe. It, it is. is an absolute vibe and a feeling and an emotion. And I'm here for it. Tell you what, next time somebody hands me the ox chord, Enya. Sail away. <laughs> Can you imagine that? Like you're at a party and it's like, yo, let me get that ox cord real quick. And you put on some Enya. People are like, what the fuck? And they're like, you can't tell me this isn't a bop. Like, you can't tell me this isn't a banger. Let's go. Put that on and you start passing the blunt around. Oh, yeah. yeah. Here you go. Puff, puff, pass. Let's get some Just Enya. Float, float, float. <laughs> All right. Uh, our next song is this. Get your ass up and hurry. Save the Last Dance song. I love that movie. What a great movie. 
Save the Last Dance. You could do it, put your back into it. I could do it, put your ass into it. It's a great song. It's a great song. I, I, yeah, that one brings me back to that. That's that's a that's a great song. Do 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 do. Who could do it? Yeah, the beat on that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I want somebody to sample that soon. Like, give me somebody sampling that now. Like, I want to hear that. It should be brought back. I yeah. agree with that let's, statement. Let's figure out how we can do that. I mean, we got the what's his name just did the one for um, Fergalicious Fergie song. Um, <laughs> that first class. I'm so out on my like any new music. I I'm, I'm like I'm officially like a forty. Well, I'm forty two now, but I'm officially like a old man. You've become that guy now. I am a hundred percent that guy. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's 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 it really is sad. You know, it is. Yeah, because you're like you're like I've heard that. I who that I've heard that song, but I don't know the name. And that everybody's yeah. like, how do you not know that? Yeah. Next song. Here we go. So I'd like to know That that's what should be playing on the way to work. Just just that song. Just that song. That gets me Don't rock the boat. Rock the boat, baby. <laughs> yeah, that gets me ready for work. Yeah. I'll be listening to that today on the way to work. Yeah, that'd be great. So full disclosure, Steve like some put up the list of the songs that were on this this episode, and I'm like, Rock the boat, what the hell is that? And when he played, I was like, "Oh yeah, I know that song. Okay, okay." I did a little head, a little head bob, like I knew the rock the boat. Like, yeah, okay. So yeah, I, I, that's yeah, it's a choice, man. It's solid. It is. I'm telling you, like all these songs this week, I don't know how anybody could pick this. Uh, Mixie's glad she's off this week. This would be. I was going to say honestly, though, like this. I'm sure this segment is. I am awful for this segment, so I want to apologize <laughs> right now. Music is not my thing, unless it's a boy band. So. I want to just apologize to you all who have listened to the whole thing, expecting some like fire mixy takes on the music. I am not. I'm sorry. So I apologize. Now, if Backstreet Boys was in this episode, fire takes coming. No, oh, bro, bro. Then that would be yeah, so fire, <laughs> scorching heat. <laughs> Next song, Modest Mouse, float on. I'm a 42 year old man like yeah modest mouse that that, that was my jam yeah <laughs> so, so, I'm, I'm so basic bro <laughs> uh a song that was i believe on rock band or guitar hero whatever one it was back yeah, yeah. in the day that was a good reliable like starting song to do yeah and that's burned in my head like specifically what's once to hit yeah rocking out on good song hero. yeah all right mr fitty fitty let's fitty. go fitty go all right 50 man again mixy would just she's got she's got usher she had you can do it ice cube she's got 50 this week like this would be impossible for her i don't know what she would do 
this, this song is a moment for me because this is like junior year in college, basically. And this is actually like being in the bars in Iowa City. Like, uh, yeah, that, that brings me brings me back. TRL days. Ooh, man. Wow. Yeah, TRL for sure. Okay, next song is it's just like a, a underrated super hit as far <laughs> as I'm concerned. It's Tom's Diner. Wow, what a song. I just, it's so catchy. When Steve said, again, I have the list in front of me, Tom's Diner, Suzanne Vega, I'm like, what the hell is this? <laughs> and then all of a sudden, I, he plays it and I hear the, da, 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 da. it's like, oh, I know that. Immediately. Immediately, yeah. you know. I feel like that happens for a lot of songs in this era of where you didn't know the song, because it wasn't like, I mean, back in the day on the radio, it didn't say the name of the song on the display. Like, yeah, you, who, you, who's Suzanne Vega? Yeah, who who knew? But then you hear the songs and you're like, oh, that's that song. And then you know yep. every lyric from the song. Yep, yep, that's one of those. So yep. this song was an inspiration for uh, like a, almost like a parody song that I was a big fan of Nick and Knight back in the day. I watched like I Dream a Genie and Bewitched. Like I was full in I Dream a Genie, loved it. And they had like a promo song that they made using Suzanne Vega's song. But this was called Genie's Diner. And and before YouTube, I could never relive this song again. And then YouTube came up. And then I was like, thank God, maybe somebody found it and put it on here. And they have. And this is that song. And tell you, to this day, whenever I hear Tom's Diner, I don't sing Tom's Diner lyrics. I sing these lyrics. I am sitting on the sofa. There's a TV in the corner. I am watching Major Nelson. He is played by Mary Hagman. And he found a little bottle and out popped Barbara Eden. But she couldn't show her belly button. All she did was see Steve's face right now. <laughs> so happy. Oh, man, you guys. There's like three more verses of that. It's so good. Oh, God. I wish that could be a selection this week. That would be my vote, but it can't be. All right, last song for the week. Here it is. Heart and Soul by Tipow? Tipow? T and then a, an apostrophe P A U. So let us let us know how we're butchering that name. That's what we do here yeah, on the podcast. Please. We just butcher names. That's what we do. Like this is what we do for fun. Absolutely. So, bro, if you had to make a choice there as your favorite song of the episode, what are you going with? For me, the two that are top two are "Sail Away" okay. and "Fitty" and "Fitty." But I'm I, I gotta go with. With sail away, gotta go with Anya Enya. However you say, I think it's Anya. I don't even know, but I'm going. I'm going sail away because that just it, it, it's a mood, it's a vibe, and yeah. I'm down with it. So sail away is mine. Okay, 
Mixie's Mixie's screaming yeah. from South Carolina, wherever she is right yeah. now. Like, you idiot! That's a terrible take! Oh my gosh! Ah! You know she is. And that's like I, 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 hand up. I know. I know. Hand up. Yeah. I, yeah. I admit it. I'm self-aware. I'm not going to pull a Sylvia and think that I'm dominating this game of music. <laughs> I'm not. No. Bottom of the barrel. Trash. I get it. I am going to go. Man. I think I'm going Ice Cube. You can do it. Okay. I think I'm going to go okay. with that because do, it's do, just do do do. Yeah, it's just that the beat gets you going. Or do I go? Oh, man, maybe I go rock the boat. I'm changing it. You know what? I'm changing Whoa. it. Last Whoa, minute no. change. I'm going rock the boat today. I'm going Whoa. rock the boat. It's going to get me ready okay. for the day. How about that? Okay. Okay. Oh, man. <laughs> Well, that wraps it up for this week, man. We got our songs in. We got all that stuff in. We had a, an incredible torso of the week and a new sounder we're using for torso of the week, which could be something we do every week. It's been fun having you on, man. Good to see you. Yeah, thanks for having me back. I'm glad to glad to jump on in again. You guys are doing awesome. So thanks, um, bud. I'm not doing it justice, but it's fun to fun to pop on and 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 chat. So it's been a blast. Thanks so much. Yeah, buddy. Well, it was nice seeing you. Hopefully, see you in person here soon. And uh, yep. all the best, guys. That wraps it up for this week. Be sure to uh, join us in the Hot Take Hotties. The link is in the description of the episode. Please leave us a review if you have the time and you haven't done that before. That really helps us. And other than that, uh, steal your partner or boyfriend or somebody you're seeing's phone, uh, subscribe to the podcast. That would be super helpful. You know, <laughs> all that type of fun stuff that we like you to do. And until next week, uh, we'll see you later. Okay, bye. See you, everyone. Bye.